Welcome to another edition of the NCBI podcast. I'm June Tinsley, Head of Communications and Advocacy with NCBI. And today I have as a guest Stuart Haxel, who lives in Sligo um, and is an avid tennis player. So I'm um, looking forward to having a chat with you, Stuart. So welcome aboard and thanks for taking the time to um, be my guest today. Thank you, June. Happy to be here and happy to give give my information on blind tennis. Excellent, excellent. So I suppose um, before we get into the, the whole tennis uh uh, element of your life, if you can just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as as you said earlier, I, I live in Sligo. I've lived in, in Sligo here in the northwest pretty much all my life. I've I've gone through primary school, secondary school, and I and I went through college and graduated with like a business and I did marketing. And all the way through that I've 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 dipped in and out of different sports until I settled on tennis. Um, I, I do. I use a lot of different like assistive technology because of my my poor vision. Like I, I've used JAWS. I've got training with mobility. So I've I've done a lot over the years. So I play too. Um, yeah. And have you dipped in and out of services with NCBI over the, that period of time as I well? I have. I have. I originally got mobility training when I was very young with NCBI on using the cane. And that using the cane and like using technology and jobs, like assistive technology and going into primary and secondary school, they NCBI helped me get assistive technology whenever it was needed. And yeah, going into college, I I moved on to a guide dog and that helped me for a while. And then I like my dog's retired now, so I've gone back to the cane. So I got a bit of a, a bit retrained on the cane. Yeah. Up here, in, yeah, from NCBI last year. Great, 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 great. And you, I guess you still use different technologies every day of your life I to do. kind of help with daily tasks or get about or anything like that. Do you have any favourite apps? I, uh, well, current at the moment, I'm having a lot of fun with ChatGPT. I'm having a lot of fun trying, trying loads of different things. And I can see that having a lot of potential like uh, in particular, I'm looking forward to try and be my eyes with their new virtual volunteer yeah. feature, which will which will help which will help immensely when it comes to like learning how to describe photographs and and stuff like that. So that's true. I've tried to, yeah, and I've tried a lot of different like GPS apps, but I've not really settled on one that I like in particular. Okay, okay. So, um, so I've tried a lot well, of different things. Good luck with Chat GPT. That's obviously quite <laughs> controversial. Um, given uh, yeah, yeah. how people are nearly scared of the robots coming in um, and wondering uh, which yeah, is Stuart yeah. and which is the robot. So uh, uh, yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> true. Well, well, I've heard Apple are introducing something where you can use your own voice. Um, oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so combine those two, you never know. You <laughs> never know, exactly. Jeepers. Yeah. Uh, the, the day of reckoning in a few years' time could easily happen. Um, <laughs> easily enough, but, you never know. Exactly, exactly. But um, tell us about your, your passion for tennis uh, and how you got involved in, in blind tennis. Um, I started the blind tennis when I was near the end of college, at the end of 2018, no, 2017. I, there was a common try session on in, the, in IT Sligo. Yeah, it was, I got a request from the sports partnership here and they had, had someone down from Dublin to give me a, a go at the tennis. So. Basically, as soon the second I picked up the racket, I knew it was a sport for me. 
Right. I can descri- I'll, I'll describe how the sport actually is adapted, if you want there. Please, yeah. Yes, yeah. The ball has a, has a rattle in it that you hear as it bounces. So you're tracking it by, by ear instead of by sight. Yes. And a lot of the training is at the beginning is learning how to track that ball and being able to connect with the racket. Yes. And and so it takes it takes a long time to train. The the course is a bit smaller. So it's about the size of a badminton course in my category in particular. Okay. The, yeah, the blind tennis is split into a number of different site categories depending on the level of vision you have. Yes. I'm in the I'm in the lower, the lowest category, the B1 category. That's where the most adaption has been done for the sport. Okay. You have to, yeah, you have to wear a blindfold in that category because of the any level of vision can can be an advantage, so it evens up the playing field. Oh, interesting. And okay. you, yeah, yeah, and you get three bounces as a maximum to hit back, but you can hit on a lower bounce. And, and is it the, just the rest singles? What? Is it um, just singles some... or are there doubles as well? There is, there is doubles. There is doubles, but that that's that's interest. That's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. And there's four. When there's four blind people on a course, there's a lot of communication that needs to be done before the match. True. For example, you need to speak to your partner. Will you cross over in front of the line or behind the line when you're going to third, so there won't be collisions. Exactly. And yeah, and during the match, uh, your partner will you designate a person like to say. If it's their ball on their side or the ball on your side, then the person whose side it's on goes and hits the ball. So there's yeah. not two people moving into the court. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic sport for actually meeting different different people like who, who would have a visual impairment that you wouldn't normally meet. It's, it's a great social inclusion sport. Fabulous, fabulous. And which do you prefer? Do you prefer playing singles or doubles? Uh, I... I haven't played too many doubles, but I have to say I do quite like it. But I'd say I don't really have a preference either way. Okay, so, amazing. Yeah. And in terms of the, the numbers of people who are in the, the Blind Tennis uh, Association or, or, or club, um, yeah. would, would you know how many there is across the country or and in Sligo area uh, particularly? In, in Sligo, I'm the only one, unfortunately. I, I really want to get more people to, to give it a go. There's there's clubs in Shankill, there's clubs in Nace, there's there's clubs in Belfast. There's okay. a lot of clubs being built, being set up all around the country. There's there's ones in Limerick. Yeah, and they recently in April held the Blind Tennis Nationals, where I got the opportunity to compete and I got to the final. Well done so, you. Yeah, I got the I got to the final and I'm and I'm looking forward to more tournaments in the future with it. So. And was that your um, before that tournament? Had you played many other tournaments? Oh, oh, I had. Yeah, yeah. In twenty eighteen, Dublin held the World Championships, and I had mm-hmm. the opportunity to qualify for that. Great, like that. That that was literally me being drawn into the very deep end. Because I'd only been training for a few months at that point. So, <laughs> so, so I got to. I I, yeah, I learned to sink or swim, and thankfully, I've learned to to swim. I like the year the year after the worlds were in Benidorm, I got to qualify for that again. So, so and I and I got and I did a lot better that time. I nearly got out of the group stages. So that was that was very good. But, but um, obviously, yeah. it's a sport that, that you've really taken to. Um, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's congratulations. It's a, it's a, it's a sport that really is good for building up someone's confidence. I feel when you get really good at it, 
because you when you're playing the sport you you're basically there on your own you're making your own decisions once you're in a match for example yeah. like in in other adapted sports there's a lot of a lot of assistance like for example tandem cycling you're there with a partner but in the blind tennis you're given as as much or as little help as you request okay like you could get you could get help to cross to go across to the other side when it's needed or you can choose to walk across on your own without any help yeah but it's 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 a sport that i feel has a, a lot of potential and tell me in terms of like the um structure of the the game is it similar to yeah. what we'd see on Wimbledon and like they they haven't adapted to the rules essentially the, the rules no the the rules are the exact same there's there's only a few different adaptions um I'll be speaking as my category like the B1 because I know that one the best yes. so the course is 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 a bit smaller it's about the size of a badminton court yeah and you the ball has three bounces as I said and you wear a blindfold other yeah. than that the rules are the exact same. Okay. And oh yeah, and yeah, and there's a, a kind of baseline that you're able to feel with your feet, so that you're able to direct yourself. You're in, you're know which direction you're you're facing, so you're not okay. facing into the crowd serving at them. Well, that's true. And to be fair, but, I mean, yeah, yeah. if you watch um, Wimbledon or any of those tournaments, if yeah. any of the top seeds are taking. Um, a serve and they score an eight yeah. those balls go at a significant yes, yeah. speed they do they do yeah the the sport the the ball is a bit light is a bit lighter it's a it's a kind of foam ball so it doesn't go okay. as fast good it doesn't go <laughs> as fast and it doesn't it doesn't hit as hard but this it can go fast enough if if you serve it in a particular manner like if you hit it fairly yeah. hard it can go fairly fast yeah, but definitely not the not the speed of a of a regular tennis ball. Well, I'm just glad because I could foresee more yeah. injuries <laughs> and collisions. Um, oh, yes, yeah, someone yeah, scores yeah. an ace. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah. tell me, Stuart, what happened during the the COVID period when you weren't able to meet up? But did that oh, obviously that, that, impact on the it, friendships you developed and things like that? It did, it did, but thankfully some of the coaches from around the country put on Zoom classes. Like they weren't like they were like fitness classes and they were able to keep the blind right. tennis community in contact. Like it, right. they were fairly weak they were weekly. So it was a a way of keeping keeping the group together that didn't it didn't fracture at least, it didn't drift apart. Yeah, and that's very important in fairness. Um, and Absolutely, I suppose, yeah. How important do you think being involved in sport or, or recreation activities is for people living with sight loss? I think it's very important, especially if you if you don't know too many blind people or visually impaired people in your area. I feel it's a fantastic way of getting out and being able to actually meet meet new people for the first time and be able to. Find people who may be in a similar similar situation to yourself who you may not have ever ever met, and it's great for your fitness as well. And it, like fitness has been known to to improve like your 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 mood or your your general your general well being. So if yeah. you're not feeling that great, I feel sport is a fantastic outlet or a fantastic way of 
of finding a, a new hobby that's it might it's something that you might not have ever considered. Like don't be afraid to try try something. Like what what can what what could be the consequences? Like you don't like it, like just move just move on. And if it's something that you've discovered that you have a talent for, like why wouldn't you not give it a go and, and figure and if you you know the old I'm and getting yeah. tongue tied there. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because as you rightly say, it's being involved in, in sport is not only good from the social perspective, but just from the well being and mental health perspective as well. It's it's such a crucial Absolutely. part. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, you, yeah. Are you involved in any of the activities that uh, Vision Sports um, delivers? Um, I went to Mayfest last year and I got the opportunity to try a, a number of different different sports. I was quite in. Oh, oh, you mean the online yeah. classes? Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I mean, I tried the activities. Oh, yes. Yeah. I tried them for a while, but they just didn't fit in with like they were clashing with a few different things. But I did find them to be quite good. I did enjoy them. Um, and to be fair to um, Vision Sports Ireland, um, they, they offer such a, a range of sports. That if, as you already say, you can try um, rugby or tennis or uh, their affiliation with so many governing bodies um, that uh, certainly uh, anybody can try so many different activities. And then they uh, organise Mayfest as well. And the the zero limits um, with the the rally car driving as well is is another very popular activity, I believe. Yeah, that's one I really wish I had the opportunity to try out the rally driving, but unfortunately... Yeah, I didn't. I haven't got the chance to give it a go yet. Well, I think it's scheduled for this September, so uh, keep a watching eye out and yeah, yeah. Uh, sign yourself up. It's, oh, absolutely. It's, um, when I attended oh, it last year and assisted at it, it was the 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 adrenaline was just literally palpable. People were so excited at being, being able to uh, drive the rally cars. It was great. It was great. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have to. I'll have to see. I'll have to see. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I suppose, yeah. um, Stuart, just to conclude, um. Can I ask you what one piece of advice you would give to another person recently diagnosed with a, a sight loss condition? I ask this question to all my guests because I think it's every, everybody can offer a, a different piece of advice. I would say don't don't feel like you're alone. Like don't be afraid to like ask for help if you ever need it. Like there is there is ways of of managing. Like it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Like it, it might be horrible for for a while, but eventually you will you will be able to to overcome it, and you might end up you might end up in doing something completely different that you mightn't have ever considered doing if you did didn't lose your sight. But I uh, to boil it down, I would say it's don't be afraid. That's good advice. Good advice, and this was. Um obviously what you're drawing on there as well is just to, to be open to different opportunities as well um as, absolutely as people yeah adjust to their circumstances um and i suppose just for our, our listeners as always if anybody is interested in availing of ncbi services um feel free to contact the info line 1-800-911-250 or uh, jump onto the website ncbi.ie um, and you can make a referral or learn about all the different types of services, including the activities that Vision Sports does as well. Um, And all previous episodes of podcasts are available on different podcast channels, including YouTube. 
But for now, Stuart, I would just like to say thank you very much for being my guest and uh, best luck in the next uh, tournaments that you participate in. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy, happy to be here.